Lord, I have loved the habitation of thy house and the place where thine honor dwelleth. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own heart. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done. And there is no health in us, but thou, Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, to the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Grant, we beseech thee, merciful Lord, to thy faithful people, pardon and peace, that they may be cleansed from all their sins and serve thee with a quiet mind. Amen. Psalm 66, or excuse me. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 66 on page 46, excuse me, 417. O be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O how wonderful art thou in thy works! Through the greatness of thy power shall thine enemies bow down unto thee. For all the world shall worship thee, sing of thee, and praise thy name. O come hither, and behold the works of God, how wonderful he is in his doing toward the children of men. He turned the sea into dry land, so that they went through the water on foot, there did rejoice thereof. He ruleth with his power forever. His eyes behold the nations, and such as will not believe shall not be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou also hast tried us like as silver is tried. Thou broughtest us into the snare, and laidest trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferest men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and thou broughtest us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thine house with burnt offerings, and will pay thee my vows, which I promised with my lips, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. O come hither and hearken, all ye that fear God and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. 
but God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praised be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, nor turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter of Daniel. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold whose height was 60 cubits and its width 60 cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura in the province of Babylon. And King Nebuchadnezzar sent word to gather together the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. So the satraps, the administrators, the governors, the counselors, the treasurers, the judges, the magistrates, and all the officials of the provinces gathered together for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. And they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O peoples, nations, and languages, that at the time you hear the sound of the horn, flute, harp, lyre, and psaltery, and the symphony with all the kind of music, you shall fall down and worship the gold image that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. And whoever does not fall down and worship shall be cast immediately into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. So at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the horn, flute, harp, and lyre, in symphony with all kinds of music, all the people, nations, and languages fell down and worshipped the gold image which King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he has sent empty away. He remembering his mercy a hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 27th verse of the 21st chapter of Acts. Now when seven days were almost ended, the Jews from Asia, seeing him in the temple, stirred up the whole crowd and laid hands on him, crying out, Men of Israel, help! This is the man who teaches all men everywhere against the people, the law, and this place. And furthermore, he also brought Greeks into the temple, and has defiled this holy place. For they had previously seen Trophimus, the Ephesian, with him in the city, whom they supposed that Paul had brought into the temple. And all the city was disturbed, and the people ran together, seized Paul, and dragged him out of the temple, and immediately the doors were shut. As they were seeking to kill him, news came to the commander of the garrison that all Jerusalem was in an uproar. He immediately took soldiers and centurions and ran down to them. 
When they saw the commander and the soldiers, they stopped beating Paul. Then the commander came near and took him, and commanded him to be bound with two chains, and asked who he was and what he had done. And some among the multitude cried one thing and some another. So when he could not ascertain the truth because of the tumult, he commanded him to be taken into the barracks. When he reached the stairs, he had to be carried by the soldiers because of the violence of the mob. For the multitude of the people followed after, crying out, Away with him. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace, according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the faces of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Endue thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who has prepared for those who love thee such good things as past man's understanding, pour into our hearts such love toward thee, that we, loving thee above all things, may obtain thy promises, which exceed all that we can desire, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, for whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. Love thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening, everyone. Just some quick thoughts about tonight's lessons. Uh, it's interesting tonight that we see a commonality in that both our lessons tonight talk about authority. So we have Nebuchadnezzar the king, and in the, our New Testament lesson, we have the Romans, both foreign powers who, in the case of Nebuchadnezzar, has helped Daniel in the past. And in, in tonight's um, New Testament lesson, he's the 
leader of the garrison is rescuing Paul. But one of the interesting things that both of these stories bring up is that our relationship with those in authority is always tenuous at best. Daniel has risen up because of his connection with God and has helped Nebuchadnezzar in the in the past. But we should never be fooled to think that Nebuchadnezzar is a good guy and has in any way dedicated himself to God. He's dedicated to his own power and his own thoughts and wants. And so here he is setting up an idol for the people to worship as a essentially as a means of controlling them. Authoritarians have throughout history used religion as a tool, as a way to foster solidarity amongst the people, but it as a way of controlling them. So we should always be wary of when our our dedication to God aligns with the powers that be. We can work with them, but we should always remain vigilant and cognizant that they're not doing it for the same reasons we are. And so it's always a, a tenuous relationship we have with governments, with authorities, with culture even. And so we can see that in our, our New Testament lesson where the leader of the the commander of the garrison is rescuing paul not because he cares about paul not because he's a follower of christ but because he's trying to maintain order in the city essentially rescuing paul in order to maintain his own authority in jerusalem at this time he sees this mob violence and he seeks to quell it because it has the the potential of getting out of hand he doesn't want people taking the law into his own hands because he wants to have all the be the one that dishes out Roman justice. So we should always keep that in mind as we're reading these things. We should keep that in mind as we read Daniel and his and his and his three friends their their rise through the courts of Nebuchadnezzar does not mean that. Nebuchadnezzar has had a change of heart. He's still out for himself and out for his own power. But when our goals align with authority, we can work with them. But we always have to remain vigilant that we don't get co-opted by them and get used by authority and powers or culture or whatever the, the powers that be are. And I think... You know, not many of us will be advisors to kings. Not many of us will be brought up in charges and brought to the authorities because of our faith. But in each of our own lives, we will tend to be seduced by power, even our own powers, even our own, say, intellect. We will start to judge scriptures based on our own intellect because we have been smart in the past, because we are congratulate ourselves on our own intelligence or, you know, our own spirituality because we've had experiences, profound experiences in prayer. We will assume that 
anything that makes us feel good or anything that makes us an experience of transcendence must be because of our own relationship with God. And it's not necessarily so. We always have to stand guard against putting too much of ourselves into powerful things, powerful events, even if it's our own intellect, even if it's our own spirituality. We always have to maintain and remember God is sovereign and Lord, and everything happens through and because of him. And we always have to come back to God in our prayer and offer him the proper worship. It's always a danger that we will start to worship something else. Humans are a made-to-worship, and if we don't worship God, we'll worship something else. That's just the fact of the matter. And so we always have to, to always make sure that we're not worshiping something else, especially the most dangerous thing is a God that we create for ourselves, that we want God to give us things, and we start to worship this false idol that we have created in our own minds. And so this is always something, a danger that we always get can get caught up in. And the way we combat that is to return to him in prayer. And one of the, the, the best ways to always maintain our prayerful response and our proper response to God is to return to the Psalms. And through then, we reorient ourselves and pray correctly and guide ourselves into the proper relationship with God. So just some thoughts about tonight's lesson. We will continue with the intercession on the bottom of page 590. And we will take a moment to call to mind our own prayers and intentions and those for whom we're offering our intercessions for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, that the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. May as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this evening. Hope you have a great Thursday night. Thank you, John. Have a wonderful night, everybody. Thank, Thank you. you.